Tom Bernard Show with Tevin Pittman, Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We will be right back from the least tax friendly state in the United States, Minnesota. Look right. at us. Look at us. Right after this. <laughs> We're Tom number one. Walzer Automotive is a Minnesota family-owned business that started in the 50s. It's grown by leaps and bounds, especially in the past few years, and they now have 23 dealerships spread across two states. The Walzer way includes upfront, no-haggle pricing on every single new and used vehicle they sell. If you change your mind, no problem. Check out Walzer's three-day return and 30-day exchange policy. I'm a customer, my family are customers, and many of my friends have bought cars from them. The Walzer Way is really different, and I know you'll be pleasantly surprised. For great deals on new or used Acura, Audi, Buick, BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota, go to walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Um. Come on, rock out, man. Apparently not. Well, we were talking taxes. So. We were talking taxes. Ugh. Why'd you have to bring that up again? No, no wonder I'm, it's National Grouch Day and I'm grouchy because it's also tax day. Yeah, but I think taxes, that's kind of justified to be grouchy about. Well, yeah. you got to, especially when other people dump their taxes on you. That's Ugh. what I love. I've got such a wonderful life. And by the way, <laughs> since it's National Grouch Day, anyway, I'd like to point out. Take full advantage of it at this time. I'm going to take full advantage of National Grouch Day. But I do want to point out, ladies and gentlemen, that um, one of the reasons I'm grouchy right now is I went to the men's room. Oh, my God. And my left go. foot started slipping. Somebody peed all over the floor, and I stepped right in it. Was it you before when it you It was went? not me before when I went. <laughs> okay. Well, I remember in... <laughs> The two offices ago, uh, there was this really, really, really large guy. Oh, I remember him, yeah. Who every day he would just pee all over the floor because he couldn't aim properly because he was that large. Mm. 
And he was also obviously very diabetic because his urine would instantly <gasps> turn into a glaze on the floor. <laughs> and it would yeah. be very okay. sticky. That's really gross. Thank it's you like, for that. How do you let yourself get to that point? <laughs> too, too. At what point do you not say, it's time to make a change? Yeah. A that's... change from peeing sugar all over the floor. <laughs> and two offices ago, wasn't that when you guys did this from home? Uh, that was in Maple <laughs> no. Grove. Hey. I was, uh, well, I was a bit oh, oh, that was That then. was before the podcast, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was? Yeah. That was like six, seven oh, years ago. Okay, so I don't care how gigantic you are. You should be able to hear the sound of water hitting water. I'm guessing he doesn't right? care. Maybe he was deaf. <laughs> he was also deaf. He was deaf. All And blind. Poor guy. Gotta let him just pee where he wants them. Joe from Louisville, isn't every day National Grouchy Day for you, Tom? Thank you. Thank you. That's what we were I'm just getting at. pee for you, Joe. I'd like you to know. <laughs> I sacrifice standing in urine just to talk to you. <laughs> I am proud of myself. You should be proud of yourself. You know what I'm talking about. Who, who makes all these national blah, blah, blah days? I don't question. know. I just think it, they're, people create them just to make Twitter like stay it was, relevant. It was, yeah, it was National Dessert Day last week. Yeah. And then yep. national. So yesterday, I just thought of this just now. It just occurred to me. Um, Viking games have turned into kind of a family day. Well, they always have been at our house. been a family day, except for Andy doesn't come over because he's a stiff. But anyway, he doesn't like football. He doesn't like That's football. True. It's true. <laughs> but Fawny, Fawny was there <laughs> sitting next to me for part of the game, and was, when the Vikings were dancing on the sidelines, did you watch mm-hmm. the game yesterday? Yep. Vikings were we dancing won. on the sideline, and Kirk Cousin was dancing, and I said, <laughs> "Man, that honky cannot dance." And Fawn goes. Donkey man. <laughs> donkey man. Not quite. She goes, donkey man. Aww. She hasn't heard the word honky she yet. She hasn't heard a honky yet. Not until she goes to school, she'll be called a honky. Oh, it's National Grouch Day according to Sesame Street Magazine. Oh, so there you go. it's just a. Oh. It's Oscar. It's the not grouch. actually a real holiday. Oh. It is, too. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm right there in stride with my grouchiness today. Yeah, can you relate to Oscar? I don't, yes. well, I don't live in a garbage can, but <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Oh, I should congratulate the people at Walzer. It was mentioned on the morning show this morning, but they did a lot of work, like hundreds of thousands of dollars of work, apparently, uh, with Habitat for Humanity, including a house on 27th and Russell. Nice. And I lived at 2955 Russell, 3015 Russell, and 3115 Russell. Which kept moving down the block? Whenever the rent was due, we just moved. It was kind of it. No, actually, twenty nine fifty five burned down. Mm. Well, it didn't burn down. It was gutted. The outside was not burned down, and but it's torn down now. It's just an empty lot now. So after the house twenty nine fifty five burned, we moved to thirty one thirty fifteen, and I'm sure it's much better now because when we were living there, it was. Uh, was that the rat house? It might have been, yeah. Oh. Anyway, <clears throat> that was fun. No. Honestly, God, you go no. open a door to go down in the basement. It was like squeak, squeak. Oh, God. Ugh. 
That's why no people had cats. Or a gun. That's true. Right. Just well, Todd, there and shoot or, him. Yeah, that's true. I remember Todd screams one night. He was probably about uh, 14, 13, something like that. He screams one night. I was like, what's wrong? Like when there's a rat sitting on his chest. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I would move out of the Hello. house immediately. Yeah, I wouldn't last a day. But the good one was there was a woman. She was all tripoed out. You know, she had the skull cap that women used to wear when they were hippies. Remember that? The knit, yep. the knit hats. And she had the long granny, you know, little house in the prairie dress. And she was going to be the hipster of all time. So she came by to talk to me about what it was like to live in the ghetto for a young guy like me, right? What's it like living in the ghetto? I just wanted to come by and live the experience. And She's doing that, right? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. you don't. So I was sitting talking to her. So like, Tevin would be her right now. I was sitting talking to her. And all of a sudden, over her right shoulder, there was a rat on the back of the couch. I was going, <laughs> I wonder if I should tell her. I wonder if I should tell her there's a rat like six inches from her head. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Did you? No. Oh, you let them just sit there and be part of the conversation? <laughs> yes. I heard we, they make nice pets. Yeah, rats. Fancy rats, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure sewer rats are not yeah, great they're pets. Can't I'm they pretty be sure trained? they're not great Can't they pets. Be? I think once they've uh, grown, they're pretty much ruined. Oh. It's like trying yeah, to train a much. wild animal. Oh. Although, um, we had mice in Dayton. Yeah, we did. It's a little different, but... It was different. Now, yeah, as soon as quite started, a bit he, different, yes, actually. As soon as I started feeding the birds, all of a sudden we got mice. Yeah. Nice. Poor Can't Andy. I made him empty out all the traps because I would just barf if I mm. had to do it. My favorite story Andy. was, or my one of my favorite experiences at that old house was watching TV and eating ice cream on the couch when a mouse peeks over the side of the couch. Oh, the baby mouse, and yeah. And walks over to the ice cream like it wants some. <laughs> But as soon as it saw that I noticed it, it ran away. Yeah. It was like, I'm going to yeah, get some ice Yeah, we had a couple of baby cream. mice that were like, hi, how are you? Yeah, they were too dumb to know. It was only for a couple of months, though. It wasn't for the whole no, time we lived No, we got there. rid of them. Yeah. We got rid of them. It was all because Catherine was trying to be nice and feed birds. I remember Wheezy ate one whole once. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> I know. Then she retired from mousing. All of a sudden, one day, she was just like, are yeah, you going to get that? Yeah, she didn't care anymore. <laughs> Did you see that? Go get that. Yeah, She's like, I'm too old. I don't know. This I had a dog that would hunt mice, and he would, like, catch them. And, a dog? Yeah, and he would, like, throw them in the air. Uh, and yeah. they would hit the ground, and she'd, like, keep throwing them until yep. the dog, or until the mouse died. Mm-hmm. Really? Until it died? Yeah. Just keep throwing them until what it died. What kind of, was it a, a It was dachshund? a German okay. shepherd. A German oh, shepherd, really? yeah, wow. Part, it was part German shepherd, yeah. Huh. German shepherd? I thought you guys liked pit bulls. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> a pit bull would have just... Pit bull just squashed it with its paw. German Shepherds are nice dogs. I haven't seen... What happened to all the German Shepherds? They used to be the number one dog in Minnesota. And they're now it's like so inbred, they're all messed up now. Oh, are they really? Actually, Melissa is the one who clued me into that. I didn't know If that. you look at pictures of German Shepherds throughout the years, like the past 50 years, their back end keeps going down because oh, they're so really? inbred. Yeah. So at this point, their back end is like... It's well under their head, so they're... Yeah, Their good. posture is so messed up that their lower back just gives out when yeah, they're young. Yeah, I think if you want a quality German Shepherd, you got to pay big bucks. Yeah, yeah people are they're mm-hmm. rejuvenating the breed. No you make it up as you go along. <laughs> I have no idea. He gives me this look like yes, you have to go to Germany. But yeah, <laughs> and a lot I suck her in. A lot oh, of really? German Shepherds are in bad shape right now because <laughs> yeah. of the inbreeding. Yeah, they are. remember Charlie. The Knotts family had Charlie, the German Shepherd, the nicest dog in the world. I love Charlie. He just kind of wander around Sunset Park. Over on oh, really? Peter Worth Parkway. <laughs> what do you just wander around? People didn't freak out when they saw a big German Shepherd just walking around. I remember sitting next to 
The only dog I've ever been bitten by is a German Shepherd. I never forget back in the day, one of their neighbors, we're sitting out out front, and there were the, the, these sirens. Also, we heard police sirens. And then we saw this guy, their neighbor, drive up at full rate of speed and jumped out of the car. The cops came up and tackled him on the neighbor's front lawn. Mm. And the guy looked up and said, help me, help me. And my friend went, I don't know who you are. It was his dad. Well, I have no idea who you even are. Yeah. And what am, I, and what am I supposed to do, Dad? Yeah, anyway, and, and at that point, like, yeah. we're not getting into a fight yeah. with the cops. At this like, point. No, I'm not going to yeah. slug it out with the cops. Over the only you, thing Dad. that's going to happen now is someone will get shot. Yep. Yeah. Oh God, what a place to grow up! I can't even imagine what it must be like to grow up in like Detroit. Mm. It'd be a lot worse, I would think. Yeah, you'd think. You would. Well, a lot of free houses, though. Yeah. Yeah, for seven thousand dollars for a mansion. What? Oh, sorry, I'm editing. <laughs> God, I'm looking. She's, she's kinda, multitasking. Yeah, she's like, I am. Right in the middle of a sentence. Never mind. What? <laughs> I know. I get that. I, I when I multitask, I my especially with my brain right now because I've been on medication. It's like trying to focus on anything. It's been so yeah. difficult. I can't yeah. even watch a TV show. I was watching a TV show and. I was like, I don't even think I remember what I just watched. It was horrible. Yeah, it's not Sometimes good. I'm yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going through a deal right now, no and I got to go talk to people at Nutramost about it. They put, they put me on this medication. Not Nutramost didn't. Someplace mm-hmm. else did. And it's for my hernia thing. I got to take prednisone. Apparently, it'll help with the healing and all that. Mm-hmm. Do you get really hungry on prednisone? Yes, you do. Oh my I, God, I've been hungry. Lately. I finally, I finally got weaned off of the prednisone. Yeah, it is a, it's a double-edged sword drug. It yep. helps healing fast, but the side effects suck, um, especially when you're on it a long time. It basically yes. kicks every system into overdrive. Yeah, so everything is working at super, like working at high speed. I mean, I was shaking so bad. I was in Target, yeah, and I literally looked like I had Parkinson's disease. I was, that or was, you were an Elky. Yeah, I mean, well, or yeah, like the DTs or something. It was horrible. And my son looks at me. He's like, "Are you okay, Mom?" I'm like, "No, I'm not okay. I am not okay. And, uh, Leave me alone." I, you know, I, I like it. went home, and this is when Dave was in Romania, and I. So I contacted Tim. I'm like, "Hey, I know you're going to be up late doing the show. I've got the shakes so bad." Just check in with me because I'm like, am I going to have like a seizure or something? Well, I thought I something neurotic. It's you know, terrible. Was going on with my brain, and it was. It's only been a week for me, and I'm I got five more days, and I'm done. How much are you on? Like I don't ever check. Oh, because they started me. I was on sixty milligrams. Is that a lot? Yes. 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 Is it? Yes. Because yes, I was had extreme inflammation going on in my joints and with my Crohn's disease in my gut. Oh, yeah, I suppose. So they ha- they want to get that fixed fast because they don't want to have damage done especially to my intestines, because then if that happens, I could end up having surgery, and I don't want to get to that point. But, yeah, I finally got weaned off of it. It took about a month to get weaned off. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. Did it really take it? Oh, I suppose with all of that. Yeah, because if, if I start yeah. at 60, you, they want you to take 60 for a week, and then 40 for a week, mm, then 20 for yeah. a week, and then down to 10 a week. So I had to cut up pills and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's... It's one of those drugs where you're just like, uh, you you don't want to take it because you know the side effects, but yeah. your body, you need it. 
So um, luckily, um, it helped with my inflammation, and I don't have the swelling that I did. But yeah, I totally get. Yeah, you are hungry. Oh my God! You, and plus, if I you put on weight for no reason anyway because of the water weight. Thing. Yeah, it, it's like, like good God. I looked at, and now I'm on a gluten free diet, and I'm looking at people. I'm like, I could literally stab you right now for that <laughs> pancake because <laughs> because mm. it, it also you you get very emotional on it. it I know. Oh, great, I bring in all Way kinds go, of gluten. Sorry, I forgot about gluten. your gluten issue. Well, That's yeah, really like nice. and it, you're. Sorry. It, it also makes your emotions on hyperdrive. You're, you're very moody. See, you, I'm never well, that's moody. That's a standard way <laughs> Thank of being. For Tom. For Tom. I just was saying I don't ever get moody while you, you were are stabbing me. Moody as hell. You're wrong. It's like being you're like moody. it's like <laughs> you're moody. It's like being extremely hormonal. It, it's horrible. I oh I hate God. the drug. Are you but, looking at uh, Kevin? I'm just so how long are you on me. this stuff, Tom? Because I'll Four make myself days. scarce. <laughs> Four more. Days. Well, you're going to be scarce the rest of the time, so you're good. Good. To go. Good. 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 It all works out for me. Now, do you have to take prednisone because you carry Dave and all his endeavors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helps me deal with all the weight I got to carry. Got to no. carry him on my back around everything he does. It's unbelievable. In the latest high pro, oh wait a minute, I better not cite this because we only no. have forty five seconds and we've left. We've got Kostaki coming on right after the next break, probably. Nope, he's out. Forget it. Probably. That was fun to be in it. Chris Lindahl was here, and he, I, yes, whenever I get stressed out, I get really weird. I'm sure that nobody's ever noticed that no, in my thirty three year never career. Noticed. I do want to, at this juncture, take uh, take the last couple of seconds on this deal and, and talk about the fact that Dave Dorkin died on uh, yes, just yesterday, as a matter of fact. Dave Dworkin was a guy I re- replaced at 1500 KSTP back when we were very, very young. Uh, so he left and I got his job. And then he left KQRS in 85 and I, I came in the next year. So I, I didn't replace Dave that time, but he and I missed working together by literally days, both places at KSTP and at KQRS. Always liked Dave. He was a very, very nice guy. Except for I did, somebody sent me his bio goes plus the fact uh when i was at kstp i got replaced by tom bernard b-e-r-n-a-r-d oh really nobody knows how to spell your name nobody you're right you're right about that you're absolutely right what are you doing i'm sending you all of your medical (laughs) uh, okay good appointments they're for some reason they're sending them to me why are they sending them to you because i have to take care of everything Okay, boy, look at the time. We'll be right back. That's why. We'll be right back and talk about living while black. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, I have to leave. No, no. you got to be here for one more segment. Just one more One minute. more segment? All right. I've, I have or to be one out more here. segment. Yeah. What or, time do you have to be out of here? I have to be uh, downtown by 2 o'clock. Okay, so you leave her at 22. You'll be good. 22, yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom here to tell you how easy it was for me to hit my goal of a 92.5-pound weight loss at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I started in March, and in just over five months, I learned about clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods, very important. I'm now in the reset phase and then on to the Nutramost Forever Maintenance Program, which I'll be talking about more in the weeks to come. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did. Attend the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner on Monday, October 15th, 6.30 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those extra pounds melt away really fast with this easy program. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost helped me change my life, and they can help you too. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on October 15th, 
Just call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com. Chris with a K. Ladies and gentlemen, we trapped Tevin Pittman here for just five more minutes. For football, so football, football. No, me. I want to read this and then we're going to do football. Oh, okay. In the latest high-profile Living While Black incident, a white woman attempted to block a black man from entering his own apartment building in St. Louis. He's <laughs> <laughs> rolling his eyes Well, it is St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> then called the police on him after he successfully made his way into his own apartment. Oh, my God. Darion Tolls recorded the Friday night encounter with Hillary Brooke Mueller, who was outside her with her dog and repeatedly asked Tolls what unit of the Eldershire Lofts condominium complex he lived in. After he managed to get past her and into the building, she followed him into the elevator and all the way to his apartment door. Wow. The New York Times reports about 30 minutes later, police arrived at the unit and told Tolls that Mueller had reported being uncomfortable with his presence. I was going to call the cops on you today because I'm not comfortable being in here with you behind locked doors. You know. That's why we locked the door. Where else is that? So you can get in, Tevin. Exactly. With his present, he told police he rented the unit and had shown Mueller his key fob. No one was cited. He posted videos of the encounter on Facebook where Mueller became known as Apartment Patty. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny about that is in every building there's always some nut job somebody that just is trying joint. to make life a misery for everybody mm-hmm. in the building i don't know why it's not surprising to me Tevin, do you have to put up with any of that stuff ever no I'm, i've been lucky enough not to not to have to really deal with anything like that and i feel like if whether it's a race thing or not if you like are in a building somebody's like hey i have my keys and you still won't let them like what's your, what's yeah, your problem exactly. like whatever like, you need to go like spend a day in like the loony bin or something like okay so i want to report to the world that tevin is not uncomfortable around me see <laughs> no not at all i told them but they wouldn't believe me that's all there is he tries to make you uncomfortable okay so, so no in three work. minutes you're gonna and go I, where are you gonna go live while black uh, i have to go to a work meeting Working while black. Yeah, working while black. (laughs) Are you supposed to grimace when you talk about work meetings? Uh, No, I mean, it's going to be very fun. I'm very excited. (laughs) I work work meetings on my day off. It is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. No, but I'm I'm glad that I grew up, like, in the generation that I did instead of, like, being a kid today. Because I remember growing up in a small town, Osceola, we 
like the cops would drive by if they like we were in town or something. And as a joke, I would always like run, just take off sprinting oh, in the opposite that's direction. Not a good idea. And I was like, if I'd have been a kid in today's oh, world, I would probably oh, have got buddy. shot. Maybe that's, maybe that's why they were so weird around. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> you would just start running. Yeah, I remember like specifically, like we'd be playing like baseball or something, and like the cops. And we like my dad was a corrections officer, is a corrections officer. He knew yeah. all the police anyway, yeah. and they probably all knew me and. So they'd like drive by, and if we were outside playing, I'd just shoot, take off running. <laughs> You're terrible. You're a terrible person. Let me point that out. All right. Well, go work well, Black. Yeah, I will. I will. I Thank you guys for it. having we'll, me. We'll see you next week. Yes. Oh, God. That's, here it's up we in the air. Don't to, abandon poor to, Tom. You can't take abandoned. too much more. Uh, yeah, I should be able to. If not Monday, I'll see if I can sneak in another day. Oh, God. You're a disaster. To stay off, for God's sake. We go, we go from a black man to a Greek man now. Kostaki hey. Akadamopoulos. International House of Pancakes, right here. You're the International <laughs> House of Pancakes. See you later, Tev. Bye. Does the door close? Good. He's one of my favorite people in the world. <laughs> I do. I love Tevin so much. He's a wonderful guy. Now Kostaki is a different story. Yeah, well, he's a Californian. <laughs> yeah, he's a Californian now. Is that weird? Being next I time. Mean, it's got to be weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. First time in Atlantic City today. It didn't feel weird today. You're in Atlantic City. Why are you in Atlantic City? Are you appearing? I got to tell some jokes. I got I got some jokes to tell. I wouldn't hope I so. The, uh, I met the new branded uh, Howie Mandel Hard Rock Cafe oh. Casino. Howie Club. Mandel? He's got his own casino now? Well, he's got his own comedy club in the Hard Rock. Oh, theater. he's got it. So that's not at the. Why aren't you at the Trump Taj Mahal, or is that closed now? That's actually the building that this is. Oh, now. it is. They okay. Took over the old Taj. Yeah, yeah. I just found that out this morning. I didn't know that until today. So did Trump lose that one? Oh, good did, question. Did they go bankrupt? I mean, a, a lot of Atlantic City sort of went belly up for a while there, yeah. so they're sort of re. Reconfiguring this whole town now. We'll see what happens. Well, there's no wonder they're bringing you in to prop the whole thing up. Yeah, that's right. The biggest name in comedy will save Atlantic City. <laughs> Damn right. right. Now we're talking. That's right. Now we're talking. Can I, can I tell you what it is to be a comic? This I had Friday and Saturday night. We're back-to-back nights. And the, it, it's the full range of what it is to be a comedian in the world. Friday night, 16 people. Uh, four of them I had to kick out because they were being disrupted. What? Mm. Wait a minute. Run that by me again. What? We sold 16 tickets to the Late Show. Okay. Uh, we, had, okay. we had, there were four women in their 40s who were drinking wine and hammered and were just interested in talking to each other. Oh, and, God. You know, if you got a couple hundred people in there, you can you can take that and move on. But we, they were very much disrupting the show of 16. That's so terrible. I had to ask them to leave. And as they left, they went by the window, which the audience can see through, and they flipped me off. <laughs> God, I wish I would have been there. Uh-huh. I wish I'd have seen Saturday, that. We did a, I did a, uh, a Bob and Tom tour date in Michigan. We, it was this big, beautiful theater. We had 850 people, and Wonderful. I was the king of the world. And those are the night, back-to-back nights. That's what it is to be a comic. <laughs> well, you got to hold on to the good parts. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing right, right there. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, I just so can't. watching the NFL, we had yet another overtime game. It's crazy, right? Who Every had the... week we've had an overtime game. Who had the overtime game this week? 
It was Miami. Oh, it was Miami. Miami. Okay. Oh, that's right. And then yeah. I thought Chicago blew them out. Well, no. Went to overtime, and the Bears lost. It was, uh, and it was a Chicago style loss. It was heavy, hard to swallow, and bad for your heart. It was very Chicago. <laughs> um, it's like the Italian food there. <laughs> Uh, the NFL has more overtime than Kanye therapist. This Thank you. A lot of overtime. That's a lot of overtime, brother. That's a lot. More overtime than John Goodman's Taylor. He's skinny now. Yeah, that's know, right. This guy. He is. He lost the whole Roseanne. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, did you see them? They're saying they're sorry they did that now. Did you see that? Who did? Who said what? I did see that. I think that's hilarious. ABC said I they mean, should not have fired her. It was a mistake. Really? It's a weird, I mean, whatever. Even if you think that, why do you say that in public? It's My a, no. It's a non-thing non at this point. Um, well, yeah, that game, uh, that game was crazy. Time game. Dolphins carry on Drake, fumbled the ball about a half a foot from the goal line oh. in overtime. It was, oh. it was so close and devastating, Hillary Clinton gave him a hug. <laughs> I like it. She is warm and fuzzy. <laughs> I like it a lot, as a matter Tom Brady broke yet another record last night. God. He was favored by Vegas to win for the 56th straight time in a row. Amazing. Um, you know who else was favored in Vegas for many weeks in a row? Siegfried and Roy. And you know how that worked out. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Roy. Now, there's a guy who lost to the Bengals. Am I right? Okay. Thank uh, you. No. Thank you. Oh, God. He goes with a Bengals joke. <laughs> Who was the stand-up guy that came up with a great line about Siegfried and Roy and why their tigers are white? Did you ever hear that joke? Oh, I don't know. No. Some, no, and it's some, some, I can't remember who the hell a comedian was, but somebody asked him, you know, I went and saw that Siegfried and Roy show last night. Why are Siegfried and Roy's tigers all white? He said, yeah, if you had Siegfried and Roy standing behind you, you'd be white too. <laughs> nice. That's really nice. nice. Really a nice I, reference. I, I always think of the Greg Giraldo bit. I, I loved I him. Love justice, but I loved him too. He was, a, he was a really good stand-up and a Harvard lawyer. Can you? Imagine? Yeah, he was a Harvard that, lawyer. Yeah, he was definitely the best educated comedian of all time. Well, except for Paul Mercurio, uh, you know, Georgetown Law. Yeah, right. Mercurio's a lawyer too. Yeah, right. so weird. Um, yeah, what was the joke? It was some version of that's how you know there's true love. Can you imagine finding your your mate in the world when you're a gay lion tamer? What are the odds of you two finding <laughs> Was that Greg Giraldo's joke? Yeah. That's very funny. That, yeah. that is very funny. Yeah. I loved him. That's too bad. He, did he kill himself? Well, it depends how you define killing yeah, himself. Yeah, I know. It's just terrible. I think he... It was very Mitch Hedberg-ish. It was not. Right. I don't think it was on purpose. It no, was being a troubled not. soul and going over the edge. Yeah. God, a former guy used to a guy named Dave Twork and used to work at KQRS back in the day. He died yesterday morning suddenly. Well, I don't know how about suddenly, but it was the word was sudden. And his sister came out and was very, very public about the fact that he died of alcoholism. Oh. She wanted the world to know that it's a, still a huge problem. And, uh, you know, she, it was great. It was very brave what she did, but she talked about his alcoholism killed him. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, we've lost a lot of great comics to addiction issues in the last several yeah, years. Yeah, that's true. Um, Hedberg was the only comic I ever knew who got worse. 
during the time that I knew him. At yeah. the when I met him, he was an unstoppable force. I'd never seen anything like him. And at, with each passing year, he was a little bit less good at stand-up. You know, he was he was still good because he started off so great, but he was uh, he definitely got worse. And he, you could see him trembling at the end. He was literally standing on stage shaking. Do you think part of that is because if you are that talented and you are that good, the pressure on you is just immense and you can't handle it? Some people just have substance abuse problems. Yeah. I, I, I've, never, I've been blessed to not have these issues, so it's hard for me to say. But my guess is no. I think it's that you have you have a, a struggle and it, it's in you and with you whether you are succeeding in life or not because there are people at all levels who have those issues you know you know you um, just basically publicly rat- nailed yourself do you know that right what? Yeah, for what? What am I in trouble now? No, you ripped yourself. I'm, I'm guessing. You said, "I said, <laughs> can you imagine being that supremely talented? That would be a problem." And you went, "Well, I've never had those problems." <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, phenomenal. That's how it sounded. <laughs> No, I don't have that problem at all. I don't have any. What talent? I don't have that problem at all. What are you talking Did about? I the Friday night ticket sale. No, this is not a problem. <laughs> what are they going to do about that place? If they're, I mean, are there just not a lot of people in town right now? Well, that was uh, that was a self-produced show, and we moved the venue. You know, oh, okay. Sometimes I. Sometimes on the self-produced shows, at the end, you're counting money like a rock show, and you can't believe how good it is. And a lot of the time, you look around and go, where the hell is everybody? So it's there's a full range, and we just yeah, had the true. bottom of the range that night. It <laughs> happens. It happens to everybody, from what I understand. Of course. And it's funny, because when I was a... When I was just a when I was a flat rate comic, right? You come in for X amount. And yeah. You, yep. you know the the club invariably was like, oh, the hailstorm is killing us, or you know, Butler's in the final four. We're screwed tonight. You know, yeah, I was pathetic. Yep. I didn't really care that much. But when you're the producer, all those th- you're like, really? It's dollar beer night at the ballpark across the street. <laughs> really? You know. yeah, yeah, I suppose that's true. This is unlucky. Yeah, that's that's the nature of what it is. I understand. Um, Cowboys, not uh, Cowboys, were good this week. It was, they beat the Jags forty to seven. It was the biggest surprise in Dallas since Ted Cruz's father shot JFK. Oh yeah, yeah I remember that? Everybody. It was unbelievable. And then I think Woody Harrelson's dad helped them. That's right. Yes, yeah, there's a lot of interesting theories on this. Yeah, there really um, are. It's true. What's with the teal pants, Jaguars? Why are you wearing pants that evoke an 80s prom dress? Is that how to be tough <laughs> football? Is that a good like idea? That. You're right. Teal kind of went Where's away. Where's the matching cummerbund? Yeah, oh, I like teal it. Teal pants. Ridiculous. The Cowboys' Demarcus Lawrence uh, said he's played for two years with a torn labrum. I didn't even know men had labrum. I had no idea. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't even know if I have this one. the worst injury. <laughs> Does Catherine have a labrum? Let's find out. <laughs> Nice labrum. <laughs> nice labrum, Catherine. Yeah, I don't even know what the, what Turtle is that. <laughs> Unbelievable. I still don't know. It's the worst injury since Terry Bradshaw tore his hymen. So that's you know, <laughs> a hymen. Terry Bradshaw hymen joke. I like it. Well, I was torn. I was thinking sprained clitoris. It was one of those two. Mm. It could go either way. Oh. Right in the joke. I think I've, I poor Hyman made me giggle. Yeah, yeah, you picked the right one, I think. I have a question for you. Is, <laughs> it, is it clitoris or is it clitoris? 
Because I don't know. I think it could, Which I think one is acceptable. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Dr. E. That's all I have to say. As long as you're willing to touch it, I think they'll accept you the rest. You're just, you're unbelievable. You really are. What time, what time do you have to be off the air today? Oh, I'm good. I've got. I actually, my next thing is not today. It's not happening today, so I got plenty of time. Okay, good because we got to take a very quick break, but we'll be right back more with the Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Thank you very much. You know, we found out, Kostaki, that a torn labrum has to do with your... Shoulder. Cartilageous shoulder. What is that? What cartilageous? Is that what they said? Uh, good God. Cartilageous. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. She's looking up labrum, and she got very, very. I was upset. like, "What are these words?" She doesn't even know any of the words. It's basically an injury to the the socket joint in the shoulder. It says Ow. the glenoid labrum is a fibrocartilaginous structure rim attached around the margin of the glenoid cavity in the shoulder blade. Does that straighten it out for you? Shoulder blade, yeah. See, I've heard the word shoulder blade. I swear to God. You know what I thought you were going to say, Kostaki? I swear to God. And then, Catherine, read that again, and I'll be Kostaki. Because gl- here's what I thought you were going to say. The glenoid labrum is a fibrocartilaginous structure rim attached around the margin of the glenoid cavity in the shoulder blade. Well, it's all Greek to me. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> well, they are Greek. They are Greek or Latin words. Well, he, heard, Latin. Latin. he heard shoulder blade. He's like, yeah. I know where that yeah, is. Shoulder blade. I know shoulder blade. Uh, rim attached. You're I know those a, words. You're a supreme talent. Let me point that out. <laughs> In any touche, man. So, okay, so now. I, where are you? Are you still in Atlantic City? 
Yeah, I'll be here. Um, I start tomorrow, actually. I did I did a bunch of radio in Philadelphia this oh, morning you did? to okay. promote the show. Okay. And then uh, I start tomorrow. I wake up, do my regular radio calls, and then I shift into Atlantic City mode. I'm going to you... play some poker tonight. Oh, you are? Yeah. Are you going to... Uh... Oh, yeah. You know what? I might go to the casino while you're gone. That's probably a good idea. Give me something to do. Can we give you a budget? Yes, dear. <laughs> I always win. I don't know if you remember that or not. Oh, <laughs> um, I was just going to ask Kasaki something. Oh, are you going to go visit the old home homestead while you're uh, 90 miles away? No, not. You're not, not getting to New York? To, uh, no. Really? We're, I, we're doing a couple of gigs in upstate New York Friday and Saturday. This is a Tuesday through Thursday gig. So uh, I'm running around with Jason Cantor. Have you ever run into him? He's a great stand-up. No, he's a, I don't he's think a buddy so. of mine from New York. So he's going to drive down and pick me up, and uh, we're going to do a couple of other crazy, more self-produced shows this weekend. <laughs> so where are you going to? Where are you going to be up no, uh, uh, upstate? We're doing Messina, New York, which is right up near the border, kind of near Montreal, right you know, by actually. And uh, <laughs> yes. And then we're doing Water- Waterloo, New York, is another casino gig that's sort of associated with this. So that'll be a, that'll be a good one. So we only have one question mark. Um, we'll see what happens on Friday. <laughs> yeah, casino gigs are usually pretty good, aren't they? I mean, not yeah. maybe not the Friday night, but whatever. The high end casino gigs are great. Right, you're in right, beautiful right. Venues and they they care about the details. The low end casino gigs are a nightmare because they put you in in like a bar area where you can hear the slot machines and it's free to come in. <laughs> Unbelievable. So it, it depends on which casino gigs you mean. <laughs> I suppose that is true. It depends on which casino gigs you mean. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah, especially out uh, out in the Pacific Northwest, there's a lot of casino gigs that have stand-up, and some of them are god-awful gigs for stand-up. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that people are... One of my favorites, uh, we were in a casino, I was out of state, we were in a casino and I was sitting there playing video poker, and the guy sitting at the bar fell backwards off his bar stool and landed on his head on the granite flooring. They brought a bunch of uh, paramedics in or whatever those people are, EMTs and all that. So it took right. him about a half an hour to revive the guy. So they finally got him straightened away, and they said, well, we're going to take you to the hospital. He goes, no, I don't want to go to the hospital. They said, well, sir, you, you, you did hit your head. We should probably take you. He goes, no, 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 no. I don't want to go to the hospital. Well, what would you like? To, we can't make you go to the hospital, sir. What do you want to do? And he goes, I'm just going to sit down and finish my beer, which he did. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Mm. Well, you know, he's feeling better now. I feel much better now. <laughs> Well, he likes gambling. <laughs> well, yeah, he's gambling, gambling yeah. with a brain tumor. You know, that's yeah. good. That's good thinking. That's We're clear. We're right here. Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's push our luck. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking about that whole deal about you know appearing for sixteen people and half of them are a pain in the ass. That's got to be. How long are you on stage when that's happening? Um, yeah, in that situation, you're on a long time. I, you know, generally, I, when I produce shows like that, I do most of the show. You know, in this case, there was there were two guys who did you know a total of about twenty minutes, All right. and then I did about All an right. hour ten. So, yeah, I mean, the the rest of the crowd was actually not very good either, but they were <laughs> they were nice. That's really nice. <laughs> You're such a sweetheart of a guy. They supported my move to kick them out. You know, like I did everything. I, I didn't open with kicking them out. I 
joke with them and tease them mm-hmm. and suggest it and shush them and explain to them that you can't. And, right. You know, they were just not. I wasn't. I wasn't being a total ass. I, I was actually. I gave them a lot of rope, and they just, you know, they hung themselves. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I don't usually run into that. I've gotten spoiled. I work most of the good gigs now. So in the old days, you'd have this kind of thing all the time. But I've graduated to some good enough gigs for the most part that it, this was an outlier. But yeah, it totally reminded me. Like, oh, at any moment, you're. You're nothing. <laughs> you're, just, you're just standing there yelling at forty-five-year-old women. Uh, who pretty are much true. Pretty much Get true. Out. Yes. Really, really sweet. What a weird job. What a strange that's, thing to do for a living. That's funny because uh, last, uh, I think, three times ago when I saw Louie out in Vegas, there was uh, about that same age group of women, and he had to kick them out of the room too. He's oh, like, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you're distracting me. I can't even do my show. Would you just get out? And they were arguing with him. Mm-hmm. It was really right. bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drunk ladies. I don't know why. <laughs> Actually, if you think about it, it's surprising it doesn't happen more often. Because it's because com- this is one of the things I explained it's to true. him. This is one of the steps of trying to quiet them down. I said, look, I understand you're... You have a band bar mentality. When you're in a band bar and you talk <laughs> through a song, it's still a song. It is, But yes. when you're in a comedy environment Phenomenal. and you talk through a comedy piece, yeah. it ceases to exist. So you can't sit here and talk through the thing. Do you understand how this works? No. And, of course, they didn't understand that oh. and kept talking. And finally I go, you have to leave now. I just picked... I picked the one who was like made me angry. Gave him the hook. I, I go, love you it. You have to leave now. You can't stay here anymore. And she knew I was right. She just got up and left. And oh. her three friends took a beat, and then they all got up and left. Oh, good. And then, of course, they gathered in the lobby and decided to come to the window and flip me off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very. I do that to you while we're sitting here. <laughs> I'm flipping you off right now. You just can't see me. See, I just don't even understand. I came up. Why? I they came off stage. I was off. in the I was in the hotel lobby, and uh, there's a security guy standing there. And I go, "Did those women all leave?" And he goes, "I don't know what women you're talking about." I go, "The ones who were flipping me off through the window." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, you're the comedian <laughs> who kicked them out." I go, "Yes, I was, and I'm proud that I made that decision. It was the right call." But he was, you know, where was that guy during the chaos? Yeah, yeah where he was, was nowhere. He? I remember one time, one of the very first times I had Louis Anderson on the show. So we're talking 30 years ago, probably. Louis Anderson's from St. Paul, Minnesota, of course. So we have him on the show. He, he's in studio. And this guy calls, and he's all excited to talk to Louis. And Louis was kind of perplexed at what the hell the guy was talking about. He had no idea what he was talking about. So the guy's going like, yeah, Louie, I just wanted you to know that I used to work with your brother over here in St. to St. Paul, uh, you know, on the Maryland Avenue. Uh, matter of fact, your brother and I worked at the bowling alley together, and I've seen you. You know, I've met you several times. Uh, and the guy just went on. The guy was the nicest guy in the world, but he went on and on and on. So he goes, yeah, and you used to come in once in a while, see your brother, so I've met you a number of times, and I don't know if you remember me or not. And Louie goes, are you the guy with the limp? <laughs> <laughs> that is so cold. Uh, Are you great. the guy with the limp? Yes, that's me. I'm the one with the limp. Thank you, sir. But in any you case, you so, Greg Hahn by any chance? Have you had Greg Hahn in there? Yeah, absolutely. Goofy, goofy 
high energy stand up. So Han was on the show with me on Saturday. We did this great show, beautiful theater. It was like it was so fun. But we're at the bar that's nearby after because they offered free food to Han. So we go to this place, <laughs> and there were. It was just a parade of hammered Michigan people wanting to talk to us. And it was hilarious to watch Han just do everything he could to hang in there with being polite. He just wanted to eat a hamburger goal. He just wanted to kill someone, but other than that, that's very, very funny. He's such a nice guy, but you could tell he was so over it. At one point, a woman was going on and on about these pickles and how great they are in the area. you got to get these pickles. Sure. It was like a sketch. It was like a sketch of, please don't talk to me about this. And uh, (laughs) I looked away and was talking to another dude who came over to say, nice show or whatever. And when I looked back, there was a napkin on the French fries and a tip on top of it. And Greg was standing up. He goes, we're we're leaving now. We're going. We're going. We're going now. (laughs) That's very funny. (laughs) He puts the napkin and then the... Then the tip. That's yeah, good. The That's money really was nice. on top of it. He's like, there was clearly the we are getting the hell out of here mode. Got Speaking it. of getting the hell out of here, the Raiders, the Raiders got their asses kicked in London. Oh, well, God. At least it's not a long trip home. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. London to San Francisco, oh, Oakland. Oh, my God. That's got to be, uh, what, 12 right? hours? It's got to be. Is it faster to go the other way around the world yeah. through Hong Kong? I mean, it's far <laughs> it might away. be. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> It might be actually faster. The only way for that flight to be worse is if the whole plane was made out of middle seats. That would have oh, been a brutal. Oh, oh God. Can you even Ra- imagine? The Raiders only scored three points. They would have been outscored by Manchester United. Like, this is not a good game for them. <laughs> Man United four, Oakland Raiders three. Yes. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> right. I like that call. That's a good call. Their quarterback is named Carr, but they had no real drive somehow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. It was England, so maybe they were trying to drive on the wrong side of the road. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe, yes, exactly. Here's my, here's my favorite joke of the day. The Raiders are supposed to move from Oakland to Vegas, but at their current yardage rate, that could take 50 years. <laughs> hey, is there, is, there, park. is there a park not ready yet? <clears throat> no, I don't think it is, actually. What's the problem? I think that's part of the reason they haven't left yet, because they have a year-to-year lease in Oakland. Right. That's some... Which I think is unheard of. I mean, it's very weird that you could just stay there yeah. year to year. That's yep. really unusual for a giant stadium. Um, so I think they're ready to go. I don't, I, you know, I don't blame them. I, yes, I would. I um, would certainly understand that. They've no been playing on a baseball field. It's the only football team left that plays on a multi-purpose field. Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Which is a bizarre. So um, I, I saw one football game there. It was terrible to watch football. And when you watch their games, there's. Again, I'm not a lighting guy, but invariably the sun, like as the game, you know, there's like half of the field is in darkness, and right. half the field's in bright sun. I mean, the the guys who run the TV screen decisions must be pulling their hair out to figure out how to cover a game like that. I would think it's so true. They're, they're due for a new stadium situation. We'll see how they do. It's going to be interesting. Gruden, poor Gruden is frustrated. He was standing there in his visor, grimacing the whole time. Does anyone, people still wear a visor? Has anyone ever worn a visor? That's exactly no. what I said when I saw that thing. I was like, people still wear those? <laughs> That's amazing. That's nice. Yeah, the one with you, you wear your hair is out. Yamaka is the donut hole. you got to match those up and make yourself a hat. <laughs> I like it. 
I like that. A visor and a yarmulke. That's when you love tennis, but not Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) You're unbelievable. I should I should close on that. I'm not going to do better. Than I, that. You're no. not going to do better than that. It's a and great joke, man. to be on a T-shirt. I, I, I love. What was it? Again? I love tennis, but not Jesus. I'm going to tell people that all day long. You know what? I love tennis, but not Jesus. All right, young man. Well, thank you very much for spending extra time with us today. It was great having you on. Always a pleasure. Nice to talk to you guys. We'll talk in a week. Thanks, Lakastaki. Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps on the Tom Bernard Show. So, oh, Catherine's yawning down there. Apparently, taking four days off is not going to be enough. <clears throat> I'm traveling with two children under the age of three. Well, the, um, Andy is older than three. <laughs> it's not going to be easy. Andy's much no. older than three years old. I remember, don't lie to the crowd. Remember hauling around little children and all the stuff you have to have? Oh my god. I know, it is terrible. Keep them entertained. You'll be fine. So you and I are literally going to be here by ourselves tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you'll have Ralph. Well, Ralph will be in. Well, that's right. Ralphie's you'll coming in. Ralph, and then Wednesday, LA guests. Nick's coming in. Yeah, and then Doug's coming in Thursday. Then Friday, we're just going to fold the tent? Or what are we doing? We got comics coming in. Do we have I comics? Believe. Who's I'll... coming in Friday? Um, let me look. Uh, let's see. We have House of Comedy and Acme. So. I, I hope it's somebody I know. I like people I know. Let me take a look. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think Rockley. I, I don't know what happened to Rocky Laporte last week, but he had to cancel. I'm hoping he's okay. Did he cancel the whole appearance? Mm-hmm. That's oh, what I heard, yeah, because yeah. Asif Ali was in his, his, in his stead. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, uh, Drew Lynch will be, well... The 19th through the 21st. That's this weekend, right? That's, yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. So Drew Lynch at uh, House of Comedy. And let me see who's at Acme. It's nice how they post everything. So yeah. I always take a look ahead of time on who's coming in. Um, let's see here. Rodney Dangerville. October 16th, 17th. What is the date this week? It's I, the 15th today. For some reason, my... Oh, the 18th and 19th. Okay. That would be... Uh, it looks like, uh, no, that's at the Ordway. Sometimes they, it's hard for Acme. Let me go to their calendar. Oh, I'm going to miss. We're still on Central Time. I don't know if you know I'm that. I'm going to miss Matt Minster. Matt Minster's on. Yeah, yeah Matt that's Minster's right. He's coming on. in he's on Thursday great, with Doug Sprinthal. Mm-hmm. Great have, guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Oh, it looks like Chris Bliss and Josh Weinstein. Oh, that'll be good. Might be in. Yeah, they'll be really good. Oh, yeah, those yeah, are so great Yeah, uh, so confirm with all the comedy clubs to make sure if they're coming in or not. I like it. We'll go from there. We will talk to you tomorrow, Tom Bernard Show.